Engaged and Inspired Podcast. A simple warning, we may drop an F-bomb or other descriptive words just in case you have small children with you or are at work. We know many of you are planning right now from your cubicle. You've been warned. Be Engaged and Inspired Podcast. And now your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. Be Engaged and Inspired Podcast. This is DJ Sam from Atmosphere Productions. And this is Kia. Let's be honest, planning a wedding can be hard. We're here to share our knowledge and help you navigate these tricky waters of planning and hopefully leave you inspired. We have a guest in the studio today. We have Lauren Morehouse from Julie Allen Bridals. Welcome. Hi, Lauren. How are you? Hi, good. How about you? Thanks for having me on today. Absolutely. Our pleasure. So your shop is located where? We are in Newtown, Connecticut. We are celebrating 50 years next wow. year. Yeah. Uh, we are family-owned bridal shops, so I am third generation in my family's business. I have literally been doing this since I was born. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And now your grandmother is the one who started it. Yes. Yep. My grandma started it in the basement of her house in 1970. Wow. And she had a lot of retail experience, and she wanted to grow some roots in a community, so she started her own bridal shop. In the early 90s, my mom bought the shop off of her and we opened up a brand new location. Uh, We're located on South Main Street in Newtown. We are 7,200 square feet. We have over 300 wedding dresses to choose from. There's a lot. Uh huh. And a (laughs) lot of bridesmaids and moms. So, definitely a ton of options there. And you have accessories too. (laughs) Yeah, accessories. And how many changing rooms? Because I've been there. I think you have like 10 or 12 changing rooms. 10 fitting rooms. 10 fitting rooms, yes. As a person who's tried to find you in one of those, it's a little (laughs) hard because you're always going from one to another and helping somebody else out. You know, what's your favorite part of like wedding dresses? Oh, gosh. There's so many awesome things about dresses. They are literally pieces of art. Yes, they Mm -hmm. are. Every single dress is different, and every single dress is suited to a different bride and a different person. And probably the best part about the entire job is when the bride puts on that dress, and you just see the look. You know the look well. I know the look. (laughs) I know the look on their face. It's like some of the girls, it's like fireworks. It's like they put the dress on, and suddenly... They have that feeling. I know it's so cliche because everyone talks about the feeling, but... But you see it. I see it. I see the feeling. I know the feeling is real. And it's the best thing when someone finds something, it fits their personality and their style and their wedding, and they just realize it. It's an absolutely perfect moment. Oh, that's... I can get it. It's like when you get like the perfect haircut or when you find the perfect dress, you just feel totally like a better human for that Mm -hmm. moment so when you're having people come into the shop how many people do you advise come dress shopping with the bride we recommend that the bride brings a couple people not too many so a mom maid of honor sisters mother-in-law sometimes a (laughs) mother-in-law that one can get a little bit tricky i've I've seen some interesting mother-in-law appointments if you're close with your mother-in-law, bring your mother-in-law. Yes. You should always bring anybody who's close. Exactly. Yes. Uh, sometimes people like to bring their grandmas. That's sweet. Um, they have any close cousins, really good friends. But really, we advise trying not to bring more than three or four people. Because that's too many cooks in the kitchen. Exactly. And obviously, no men are invited to this little shindig. We've had some dads come, which is kind really? of cute. Yeah, yeah. the dads sweet. are there and they're supportive and it's really nice to see them. So they get a little bored. <laughs> <laughs> on Saturdays, we have coffee and donuts in the store. So usually any men in the store can be find, found lingering near the coffee table and the donuts. Very understandable. <laughs> but I've also been at the shop where you can tell 
they've maybe brought somebody who wasn't super happy for the bride. And just every time the bride was happy, you see that person who's a little bit negative. And that's why he's saying like, bring people who are going to be supportive and uplifting because you can always bring everybody else to like an alteration or a final fitting or something. But in that first moment, bring only the people who are going to really like, I don't know, be happy for you. Exactly. Yeah. You want to bring people who are ready to celebrate with you and to really enjoy that moment. And that really enhances the experience. But if you bring someone who has completely different style than you, or they're just not as happy for you, (laughs) they can really be a Debbie Downer in the appointment. They can put everything down and it makes it really, really difficult. And especially when there's too many opinions, sometimes the bride will come out in the dress and she will love the dress. And everyone comes out and everyone's like, no. I like the other one or I like the other one's skirt. And that's like the worst feeling ever. So a lot of the times when a bride loves a dress, we'll kind of come out beforehand and say, listen, (laughs) she likes this one. Please support her in her decision. Because really the bride is bringing you there for your support. Not for your opinions. Mm-hmm. Yep. And what yeah. looks good on one person may not look good on a different person. Exactly. And, and dresses what... are different. So you just never know what, what you're going to look like in a wedding dress. Exactly. And what you may love on yourself, you may not, you know, may not be the bride's dress. Mm-hmm. So you really need to bring people who are going to be there for you and supportive of you and just not try to break your sunshine because that's <laughs> so hurt. Oh. This is very much like say yes to the dress then. Yes. Yeah. I think that the show's a little bit over dramatic right. compared it, to it, the real experience, but yes. yeah, it's very similar to that. How long is a, a bridal meeting usually? Usually about an hour and a half. Sometimes if they find the perfect dress, it can be a little shorter, uh, but we never cut anyone off from their appointment times. So I think my longest running appointment was about four hours. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was a pretty intense one. Uh, <laughs> but we we do tend to go hour and a half, sometimes two hours. And you always have somebody in the dressing room helping them get in and out of those dresses because they're a little complicated sometimes. Yes. Yep. We always have someone in the room helping the bride get in and out of the dresses because some of those skirts are so big, you don't know where up is. Yeah. So I always say, <laughs> put your arms together and dive in like you're going into a swimming pool. And we hold the dress up and they just dive into the dress. And that's how they best can get some dresses dress. you go in from the top and some of them you go in from the bottom right yeah yeah some of the really skinny like mermaid fit dresses those are best to step into because you mm-hmm. can kind of shame them over the hips but usually with the ball gowns once you try to sit it on the floor it kind of stands up on its own <laughs> so you kind of just need to like dive into the dress and that's how you get in so recently i had the pleasure of attending the bridal market with you in new york city mm-hmm. and i learned something that i didn't know is that every single dress that um is purchased for your shop first of all it's you guys are purchasing that dress. It's not being loaned to you by the designers. Yes. You have to physically decide what gets uh, purchased and put into the store. Mm-hmm. And then when a bride actually orders a dress, it's it's being made for them. Yes, exactly. So we go to bridal market. We check out the dresses. We kind of take into mind what has been trending at the store, what people are looking for. What they've been asking for. Exactly what they've been asking for, what the best sizes to order the dress are in. And then we... We buy the samples in the store. So every sample is not something like the designer just gives us. They are purchased for the store. And then when someone finds the dress that they love, we'll order it for them in their size and color. Mm -hmm. So that's why we really recommend that people shop for their wedding dresses, usually about 9 to 12 months before the wedding. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, We can do shorter delivery times if that kind of thing happens. A lot of times the manufacturers will have stock on certain styles, especially bestseller styles. So we can work within tighter timeframes. 
but to ideally have your full selection of any wedding dress in the store, you definitely want to shop in that nine to 12 month before range. Okay. Makes sense. And good thing to know. Cause I mean, that's something I didn't realize originally. I just thought like you guys, the designer drops off what they think is going to be new. And then you guys sell those. I know trunk shows are a little bit different. That's what I thought too. Yeah. <laughs> trunk shows, they do bring in a whole bunch of dresses that you don't typically have in the store. Yes, exactly. Trunk show is when we get dresses in the store that we don't normally have. It's a way to preview the designers, either best sellers or all the brand new dresses that are coming for the next season. We usually get about 20 to 30 dresses in for each trunk show. And it's a great way to see dresses that aren't part of the inventory. If you're looking for something a little bit different or outside the box and it's not really something that we have in the store, a trunk show is definitely the time to go. Okay, good to know also. And then, like you said, you guys have to order your samples. You tried to find the correct size. So you try to order something that's a little bit uh, maybe like a size 10 or 12 so that it can be fitted down because you guys clip everybody in, correct? Yes, exactly. We normally go by when we, the largest measurement. So when mm-hmm. we go to order a dress, if you tried on our size 12 sample and it fit you good through the hips, for example, if it was a fitted dress, but it was a little bit big in the bust, we would still order you the size 12 because we, if we went down to the 10, it wouldn't fit through the hips. You'd get pulling. You wouldn't be able to sit. It would not be a fun wedding. So, <laughs> and it wouldn't be comfortable either. No, no, it would not be comfortable. So then that's why alterations are so important. We would do the alterations, take it in along the top. Okay. And that's the thing is alterations too take a little bit of time. So that's why you have that like nine to 12 month period because you mm-hmm. clearly have to start that process and alterations. You usually, it's like what? Two meetings, three meetings? It's usually about two or three fittings. We like to do the first alteration probably about eight to 12 weeks before the wedding. So that was when the seamstress can meet with the bride, get all the major work done. You do need to have your exact shoes that you're wearing with the dress when you come (laughs) for a fitting because the hem is going to be done. And if you change your shoes afterwards, your length might be a little too long, a little too short. So you need to have the shoes. Uh, All the major work will be done. The second fitting is usually done about six weeks before the wedding. That's to just try it on one last time, make sure everything came out perfect. If there's any minor tweaking that needs to be accomplished, they can do it at that time. And then usually final fitting is usually anywhere from two to four weeks before the wedding. Just try it on one last time, make sure it's perfect, and then we send it down. It gets pressed, hung up, and then pickup is usually the week of the wedding. Oh, awesome. Okay, well, you're going to be staying here because we're going to keep talking about weddings. Perfect. And we'll be right back. Be engaged and inspired. We'll be right back. When your wedding entertainment has to have amazing music, be fun, organized, and professional, your choice has to be Atmosphere Productions. DJs, live musicians, custom lighting, and photo booths. As seen on the TLC TV series, Four Weddings, winner of the Wedding Wire Couples Choice Award and DJ Times DJ of the Month. Experience the difference. W www.atmosphere-productions.com That's www.atmosphere-productions.com Hey, it's Lauren from Julie Allen Bridles and I always listen to DJ Sam and Kia on the Be Engaged and Inspired podcast available free on iTunes or Google Podcast. You should listen too. Marty Q here. Have you heard my new single, Try Love? It's available on iTunes. Download and listen today. Are you looking for a wedding experience like no other in Connecticut? The Inn at Mount Pleasant, situated in Torrington, is the perfect New England setting. Their historic barn and classic bed and breakfast provides you with a full wedding weekend. Custom farm tables, bistro lighting, chandeliers, and fire pits are just a few amenities. Find us at engagedct.com. Some knowledge belongs to us and us alone. The way our girlfriends walk, talk, touch their hair. 
Details that only a sister can know about her girls. But what about our other girls? The ones we carry with us every day. Our bond with our sister girls gives life. But knowing your breasts can save it. Go to knowyourgirls.org for the facts you need on breast health. Brought to you by Susan G. Coleman and the Ad Council. Now back to Be Engaged and Inspired with your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. Welcome back to Be Engaged and Inspired podcast. This is DJ Sam with Lauren and Kia. We're going to continue our conversation. About everything bridal gowns? Yes. Stuff that I really don't know anything about, but I've learned <laughs> already. This is great information for well, me. Well, my question for you is, do you know what style wedding dress you had? Or your wife had? Not you, obviously. <laughs> it was white with frilly things on. White with frilly things. Great okay. description. Very there good description. There you go. I got it. I'm sure you could find it in a magazine yeah. if you <laughs> describe it that way. Can you share with all of our listeners how they can find you on social media, your website? Yeah. Our website is julieallenbridles.com. We are able to book appointments online now. so we, Which is good. Yeah, which is great. So you can go on, select what date and time you'd like to come in. We also have an intake form where you can fill out uh, what you're looking for before you arrive. So mm-hmm. we can kind of have a good idea what styles to pull for you when you come in Uh, you can also tell us what your budget is and how many people you're bringing so that if you do decide to bring in 12 people (laughs) which we don't advise but if you do decide to do it we can at least have a little section of the store prepared for your party. And then what's, how do we find you? You're on Instagram? Mm-hmm. We're on Instagram. Julie All under Julie Allen Bridles. Mm-hmm. And Facebook under Julie Allen Bridles as okay. well. That was really complicated. Yeah. So talking <laughs> about styles of dresses, obviously when someone's making an appointment, I know when I look through a magazine, I'm like, oh my God, that would look so like, I, I think I love this. And then of course, when I see it in person or see it on a hanger, it may not work for me. Um, mm-hmm. So they should come with an open mind, no matter what. Yes. Yep, we, Even if they are in love with something. Exactly. We tell people, you know, get some ideas, look at pictures online. We have a lot of girls that come in with Pinterest boards now too. Oh, everybody oh, yeah. has Pinterest, everybody's right? Everybody's got Pinterest. I hate Pinterest. But... I'm just going to keep keep putting that out there. <laughs> <laughs> but still keep an open mind when you actually come in for that appointment because what you may love on Pinterest or in a magazine may not necessarily look good for your body when you actually try it on. Good point. That's something that I I love about your mother, having worked with her, um, <laughs> is that she can look at you and she can be like, you need to dress in this size. This will fit you the best. This is like the style that would work with, I have very large shoulders and arms. She'll be like, this will make that look smaller. I mean, she's one of those people who... She knows exactly pretty much what dress I would be leaving with if I came walking in. Mm -hmm. My mom is awesome. (laughs) I have to give her so much credit for it. She's one of the most experienced bridal shop people in the entire country. I believe it. Yeah, she's been doing this since she was 14 years old. Wow. Uh, I'm not going to tell you how old she is now, but I'm sure you could do the math. <laughs> so now if, if a bride comes in with something from Pinterest and has that specific design and you don't have it, how do you kind of mold her to something that you have? So a lot of the times designers kind of just copy off of each other. Oh, There's always something similar out there. So if someone comes in and says, I'm in love with this one particular style and I don't have it, I'll be like, well, I don't have that one, but I do have one that's very similar. And a lot of the time that works out really well. We do have other ways, though, if you absolutely love this dress, there's nothing else like it on the market. A lot of the times the designers do have loaner programs where if they have the dress in their warehouse, we can actually borrow their sample 
to have for your appointment. So when we borrow a dress, we usually charge it's a $50 shipping fee. You just mm-hmm. pay for the dress to come in and the dress to go back. But if you buy any wedding gown from us, we apply that $50 to that. That's too. fair enough. That's, yeah, fair, that's enough. very fair. Yeah. So what type of style dresses we have? I know there's ball gown. I know there's mermaid. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's lace ones, which I guess could come in both ball gown and in a mermaid style. Mm-hmm. Um, what about other types of... Yes, I have A-line, fit and flare, modified A-line. There are... are you taking notes, Sam? <laughs> no, I am because I'm lost already. There's so many different styles out there. So a ball gown usually hits at the waist and then from there it poofs out. It's poof, poof is important. Poof, poof. It's high level it, of poof. Is that a technical term? Poof. poof? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, that will be our technical term for today. It, it's got a lot of the poof to it. Um, a lot of the ball gowns are usually satin or they are tulle. You don't see a lot of all lace ball gowns because lace is so heavy mm-hmm. that when you try to put a ball gown on, it crushes the crinkling underneath and actually flattens it out a little bit. You want to explain what that cr- yeah. crinkling thing underneath is? <laughs> crinkling underneath is kind of just it's a lot of bunched up tool that goes around in different layers around the dress that gives the dress levels of fullness that's like a petticoat yes exactly yeah a poofy petticoat poof (laughs) yeah we got a lot of poof going on (laughs) so lace can be pretty heavy yes lace can be heavy so that's why you don't see a lot of all lace ball gowns you'll see lace on the top and then maybe a tulle skirt or a satin skirt The other option, one down from that, is called A-line. A-line is really in right now. Imagine you're looking at what a capital A looks like. Mm -hmm. It kind of just hits at the waist, and it just goes out like a capital A. It's not a ball gown. There's no super poof that comes out from the waist. It just kind of falls in a nice straight capital A shape. (laughs) But I also imagine it's easier to sit in that one. Yes. Yeah, it's a little bit easier. There's not as much crinoline underneath. A lot of the times if someone wants an A-line but they love a ball gown style, we can actually cut out some of that crinoline and make it into more of an A-line style, which is really nice. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, so there's lots of options for that. I'm fascinated. I know. Well, I know, Sam, you wanted to cut out some of the poofiness, so I just... (laughs) (laughs) But so... Like, I know I've, I've picked up some of the dresses. Like, I know when pe- a dress is fully beaded, that can be super heavy, too. So, yes. like, people have to realize when you're if you're doing, like, a strapless dress, I know that you guys fit everybody in. But if mm-hmm. the dress is really heavy, I mean, I'm assuming it's just, like, sewn into all of the underwear and stuff so that you're covered. So, a really good strapless dress is actually going to hold you in at the waist. Okay. It's not going to hold you across the chest. It's not going to hold you anywhere else. It's going to be fit tightly on your waist. And then it won't go anywhere from there. So as long as it's nice and tight in through that spot, you'll be okay. And this is why it's really important to have all of those fittings that we talked about earlier. So that you make sure that it's holding you in the right place. Mm Because I hate weddings where you see everybody. I was just going (laughs) to say that because that's the one annoyance that as a DJ, I see when the bride keeps yanking the top of her dress and lifting it up Uh every five minutes. She doesn't realize she's doing it, but to everybody else looking at her, that's what she's doing. What causes that? That means that the dress is not fitted well on the waist. Uh, that means it's slipping that it's, on the waist. it's slipping a little bit too much and it's falling down from that point. And so it should be staying in perfect place? Yes. All day long? That's the goal. That's <laughs> the ideal goal. See, I mean, yeah. I, could, I could see it happening like oh, once yeah. or twice, but I know I've, I've been yeah. at weddings too and I always feel bad because the bride's like, hold on, and she'll sort of readjust <laughs> herself and sort of shake herself off and... 
and go. So. so one of the main trends that actually came into style in the past several years is adding a beaded belt onto the dress. And one of the reasons for adding that beaded belt is because you can get the tightest fit possible on the waist when you have that. Because when a dress fits really tightly on the waist, there will be a slight crease where the dress is holding onto your body. Mm -hmm. So adding the beaded belt or some kind of embellishment onto the center of the dress where it is holding you properly won't give you that feeling of the dress falling down all the time. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, good to know. So obviously you can add in accessories, which you guys have at Julie Allen Bridals as well. Mm -hmm. So veils, all mm -hmm. types of veils. Yep. I mean, I know there's how many different lengths? Uh, really about three or four different standard lengths. Okay. Elbow length, fingertip length. Then there's one called waltz length, which isn't as popular. And then a full out cathedral veil. So fingertip is when you're standing up straight. Uh, that's where... Your fingers will hit. That's the most popular style veil. Okay. I like that one because that one, you don't have to poof it before it goes down the aisle. Especially yeah. like if you have yeah. a cathedral one, you have to sort of straighten it and make sure it's all going. So I love a good cathedral veil. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say. But you're not the person puff, like <laughs> having to get the bride down the aisle, her dad stepping on it, and all these things are happening when you're trying to get them straight. Mm -hmm. down an aisle that's true i am not the fluffer the day of the wedding mm -hmm. but i love a good cathedral veil on a beautiful dress i think that they are gorgeous when you have a big ball gown that has a lot of detail on it and that can kind of just complete the dramatic look and i also love a cathedral veil when you have a super simple dress mm -hmm. that doesn't I can have see that. a lot on it at all and then you can add just like this beautiful long dramatic veil and it just completes the look and you don't have to stay in it all day so yes no definitely don't stay in the cathedral veil all day people step on it it's designed that way so you can just take it off yes dancing and do whatever else you need to do yes yeah but. the veils aren't attached to hair pieces like they used to be back in the 80s and 90s so now you actually just have the veil on a separate comb and then your hair piece on a separate comb so you just let the hairdresser know you're going to take the veil off and she just won't put it in so hard that you have to take your entire hair down later to uh, change that out. So you mean I won't be able to step on the back of the uh, bride's veil and her head whips back like... <laughs> yeah, it might be a concern. little, but probably not. <laughs> no, that, that can happen no matter what, though, oh, okay. the, the head going back. I mean, if the bride has her veil on when she starts hugging people, people will, like, throw their arms around the bride and the veil will get caught on mm -hmm. them and, you know, they'll yank her head back. So most people take their veils off. It's a good idea. Yeah. So one of the things you guys also do carry um, accessories like tiaras and all things blingy and sparkly. Mm -hmm. I like that part of I her like store. I like the sparkly parts. Yes. And it's really cool to see someone personalize their entire style based on their accessories too. Because a, a dress is beautiful, but it really becomes the bride's dress once she can make it unique and add all of those finishing touches to it. Good to know. Okay, so what is sort of one of your like tips that you want to give us before we're sort of ending this podcast? Like, you know, what do you want to share that people are aware of? I think my, my biggest point is that come in with an open mind and... Know your budget. Yep, know your budget. That is also super important. So when you start shopping for your dress, you definitely want to have an ideal budget. We have a lot of dresses in the under $1,000 range for people to try, but the average dress in the store is probably around 1500 or so. Okay, good to know. And then once again, people can find you on Facebook, Twitter? 
no, I don't really use Twitter <laughs> that much. Instagram, <laughs> Julie Allen Bridles. Yeah, we're on Instagram, Facebook, and you can always shoot me an email. I'm always checking it. No, that's true. You always are. I think you've already <laughs> checked it a few times since we've been sitting here. So I want to say thank you for joining us. Remember, Julie Allen Bridles is located in Newtown. Um, Sam, do you have any parting words? I always have a parting word. Eight questions you must ask a wedding professional before booking them. Our special report is available free on our website. Learn to shop like a pro from a pro. You go to all the w's.atmosphere-productions.com. Wait for the drop-down menu, and it's yours free. Okay, well, thank you so much for joining us, Lauren. Thanks for having me. You can download us for free on Google Podcast and iTunes. Look for us there. If you have any questions, please send us an email at engagect at gmail.com. And we look forward to having you join us next time. The Engaged and Inspired podcast is copyright and produced by Atmosphere Productions in association with Engage Connecticut.